This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rosie, uh, I don't. I know that you've talked to Christian a little bit. We are doing a 20th anniversary look back on the 03 championship season, and we've hit week two of the regular season going back. And unfortunately for you, that had to have been a bittersweet <laughs> time because yeah. you you did get injured in Philadelphia. But Rosie, if you can, I want to walk backwards from there a little bit. How did Rosie Colvin, Bill Belichick, and the New England Patriots kind of all come together for you to join the team? Was it a long process? Was it easy? Kind of walk us back to the beginning of the marriage with you and the Patriots. Yeah, so uh, I'm actually looking at my – I'm in my office looking at my calendar right now, and I have it. It's in my calendar, 20th year anniversary to breaking my hip. Um, And so today, the 14th, (laughs) the day I broke my hip, so thank you for uh, bringing bringing this up. But anyway, long story short, if you want me to make it short, but, um, you know, I was in Chicago, uh, had a great um, three-, four-year run in Chicago. It was myself, Brian Urlacher, another guy named Warwick Holman. We were sort of like a young core of linebackers. Had a great season, um, three or four seasons, really, um, double-digit sacks. And so what happened was the guy that was a weak-side linebacker in Chicago named Wark Holman, they had the infamous checkbox situation. And so if you don't know this, you know how it works, you know when you tender a, a, a restricted free agent, you have to check certain boxes on their contract. And I don't know if this was done purposely or not, but they didn't check a box on Wark's contract that made him a restricted free agent. So basically he could go out and negotiate, and he was a free agent right away. And so it kind of put them in a, in a situation where they were going to lose, potentially lose me and Wark, and then had to negotiate Brian Erlacher's first-round contract the next year. So um, I was the odd man out. Wark found a contract. They matched it. Um, so that next year I was a free agent, um, as in my free agency, uh, I had, you know, three or four teams that were, you know, key interests, Detroit, Arizona, Jacksonville. Um, there was another team and I can't remember who it was. Um, and I, and I wanted to go somewhere that, you know, that was indoors or warm climate, right? I was been in Chicago for years and the moment free agency opened, my agent said, Hey, you know, Bill, you know, Belichick in New England wants you to come out there. He wants to talk to you, yada, yada, yada. And I said, no. <laughs> I literally told him no. And the only reason I said no was because I said, because when he said Belichick, I said, is this the dude that comes from the Parcells coaching tree? Like, is this the same guy that was with the Giants? And he said, yeah. I said, I said, nah, man. If the stuff I see on TV, if he's like Parcells, I'm not going through that mess. I'm not going to be cussed at and yelled at and all this other stuff. And then I said, 
New England is on the East Coast. I said, the weather's probably worse than Chicago. I said, man, I'm not even going out there. So I told him, I said, I don't really want to talk to Bill. So I pushed that off, went on like two or three visits. I came back home, went on another visit, and I was in Jacksonville, and my agent said, hey, man, look, Bill really wants to talk to you. And he said, you just, he said, Rose, you at least got to take the phone call. So I took the phone call, talked to Bill. They got me set up for a flight. Um, Christian, uh, appreciate this. Miss Nancy, mm-hmm. uh, the wonderful lady, Miss Nancy, if anybody knows, you know, the Patriots organization, she's, I think she's still there. Yep. Um, set me up on my flight uh, to come out. She set me up with a hotel. Um, was wonderful in the communication. And when I got to New England, it was, I don't even remember what it was. It was probably, it had to be, you know, nine or something like that in the morning. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're talking March, I think, is when around the time it was, when free agency begins. It was gloomy. They picked me up in a uh, – it was a uh, – do you remember Sean, the scout, Christian, that used to be there? Yeah, I Black do. Guy, to, yep, um, yep. So, so Sean picked me up in a – I don't know, he was driving like a 95 white Ford tourist. Mind you, every other visit I've been on, it had been a stretch limo. Um, you know, they picked me up. It was a first-class, you know, ticket. You know, I was first-class. So I get to New England. I get to Boston. I'm in a 95 tourist. Sean's got, you know, McDonald's cups in the car, old random clothes. <laughs> They're driving me out there. I'm looking at the side of the highway. There's trash everywhere. Now, I get to the stadium. Nobody's there. Uh, Bill's in there. Well, not Bill. I meet Bears. Bears meets me at the door. The lights are off. He gives me like a five-minute, you know, breeze-by tour. Hey, here's the locker room. Lights are off. Didn't even turn the lights on. He takes me upstairs and says, this is where the club level is. You know, your family may sit here and show you some random pictures of some guys on the wall come back down some elevator, and we go straight to Bill's office. And I sit there in Bill's office for like an hour, and we we go over film. We look at film. He's like, what are you thinking here? What do they call here? And I'm like, I'm like, dude, where's the steak dinners? And, and you know, where's the, the – like I went to Detroit. They had my jersey. They, had, they gave me a Detroit Lions jersey with my name on it, 59. You know, they had my, they had my picture on the jumbotron in the state. None of that, right? I get back to the hotel. My, I think the hotel was like the residence inn mm-hmm. in Foxborough, which is fine, which is great. Awesome place, awesome staff. Um, but every other place I've been to, five-star hotel, you know, I mean, it's, you know, buzzing, you know, bar and all that. I get back to the residence inn. I call my, I say, hey, man, get me out of here. This is not, this is not where I want to be. And literally uh, talked to Miss Nancy and said, hey, is there any way you can get me on an earlier flight? And... I think Miss Nancy worked it out, got me on like the first thing the next morning. And uh, long story short, man, um, they end up coming with the best financial package, and it, be, and it ended up being the best best decision in my life to to come out there and be a New England Patriot just so because we, I was able to learn and do some things that I, that I probably wouldn't have never done anywhere else. So like, with all that being said, with because I feel like your story is similar to mine, minus the financial package. Um, like not <laughs> – not not wanting to I didn't I heard same thing, Rosie. Heard about Bill, wanted nothing to do with it, tried in everything I nothing. could. Wanted nothing to do with it, right? And was so wrong. Was so wrong about Bill, about mm-hmm. the experience. So like so obviously the financial package was obviously significant enough for you to just, you know, trust him, right? Because was there anything that he said to you in that meeting that led you to believe that he was like a man of his word? So um, the only thing I really took from the meeting, to be very, very clear and honest with everyone, the only thing I took from the meeting was it was strictly about football. 
Um, and and I specifically told my agent I, when I told him I said, "Hey man, give me a, this is this is not where I really want to be." But I told him I said, "Unless they come up with a financial package that makes sense, then you know let, let's try to figure out how we can manipulate some stuff to go somewhere because I'd rather be closer to home, closer to my family. Like Detroit to, to Indianapolis is like you know five or six hours at the most. You know what I'm saying? I think um, Tampa was a you know was an easy flight, but it was warmer weather. So I was you know I was trying to go to places that I felt I was going to be." You know, wanted Arizona was you know awesome, right? You're in Arizona, a great climate. You know, new team, new stadium, all this stuff. And I just told him, I said, financially, if they can make it work, that's fine. If they come up with it, and they came up with it, but at the end of the day, when when I was meeting with Bill, I felt like it was all about football, which is what everybody has come to know him, know, know of him, and the Patriots organization. And um, you know, we we looked at Giants film, right? We looked at Patriots Old film with Giant the current film? roster. Old school yeah, giant like film? LT stuff. Like, look, like Christian, when I came there, I was, I mean, I was coming off a of twelve. I was coming off a of ten sacks, and I only had one arm. So I had high expectations when I came when I got out there. Like I was, I was playing off the ball linebacker. I was, I was out of position, and I'd go play nickel. You know, you know, to rush in. So for me to be able to think, okay, man, I never thought about being in a similar role to a Lawrence. Right, guys that I played a video game on. I'm not trying to say that I was going to be Lawrence Taylor, but at the end of the day, that was my expectation to put up those types of numbers. To, you know, no less ten sacks would have been a blink of the eye, and in, uh, in my personal opinion, from what I saw and what I was feeling in the meeting, you know, put, you know what he showed me with you know guys like Big Mac and Willie McGinnis, and then um, you know they had Big C was there. <clears throat> um, there were there were just a lot of things, and then he you know you know try to try to try to you know un- help me understand what my role would have been. And um, I took away from the meeting that it was about football. Everything was about football, and that I was I was one of the pieces that they were looking for to try to, I would say, get him back to a defensive mindset that he had or has always had, specifically when you know when he's with the with the Giants and that whole you know you know regime, um, and and look for you know, that type of style of defense. So we're talking to Roosevelt Colvin as we look back at that 2003 Super Bowl season. And we had Scott Pioli on uh, last week, you know, because he obviously, you know, <laughs> started the season, you know, and he he didn't go into, into detail like you did, but it was important for them to really, really establish a really good defense. And and I would ask you this because I remember that year before, Rosie, the, the, we played you, the Patriots played you in mm-hmm. what was uh, yep. the Illini Stadium. I don't yeah, know what man. it was called. I hated yep. that stadium. The turf sucked. Yep. And I remember yep. I remember dismissing you as a player. Uh, I'm just being honest. I'm being honest. I, I remember not studying as much as I should have. And I remember being mm-hmm. like, wow, it's hard. it was harder to get off the line than I thought it should have been against you. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. crap. I, I remember talking to Dan. I was like, well, we really like didn't study enough on this guy because, uh, you know, because you were much better than we anticipated you being. Do you think that had anything to do with their, I guess, a- affection for you? Most definitely, and I will say, I would say, just because of who Bill is, um, do not think for a second that any pending free agent that he's playing against that previous season, he's not taking a note in scouting. Now, that, again, he, they're, they're going to do their scouting regardless, but go out there and 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 kill it, and you're shooting up the charts a little bit, regardless of what team it is. But specifically for Bill and them, if you're a needed piece, and so. Um, there were a couple of different factors too that uh, you know I, I I never really got the the story from and, I, and the next time I see this these people I'm gonna ask them but Jerry Angelo was the GM at, in Chicago at the time 
he and Bill were good friends. I won't say good friends, but they're friends. Um, I saw Jerry like ten years ten years late after I retired because I was doing some work here locally for prep, some, some pre-draft work for St. Vincent's, and I asked him. I said, "Hey, man." You ever gonna tell me what happened? Like why? Like why didn't you want me back in Chicago? And he said, he said, Rosie, I did you a favor. I t- I called Bill and told him you really like this kid. So that game in Champaign, which you know you guys cheated us because I wasn't on the team then. David Patton, the infamous, he you know the the toe tap in the back of the end zone inbounds. Um, he he was not inbounds, Christian. Inbounds. Don't do that. Absolutely. Um, at the end of the day. I was hyped for that game for two reasons. Um, one, we were playing on turf. Two, we were playing Tom Brady, the you know, former Super Bowl champions, all this other stuff, all that, you know, all the, you know. And cause I, this is before I met Tom, and Tom was so cocky to me. I just, I didn't like cocky quarterbacks. And then I got to see my old buddy Matt Light again, right? So, I, you know, me and Matt used to go at it and practice every day. I'm talking about every day at Purdue. And so I was so geeked. I was like, there's no way these dudes are blocking me. So that's and why you're at a different got... level. See, I knew it was something. Oh, I knew it was something. Man, it was, was like it was another man. level in that game for you. It was different. It was, it was. It was definitely it definitely was an okay. extra night. And then I saw and then I saw they had tight ends that really <laughs> didn't even know what they were doing from a pass pro standpoint. I was like, this is going to be cake. <laughs> I could I could at least four sacks this game, right? And so uh Well you're right about that. I'm bobblehead. I'm bobblehead. There's a, there was a tight end. I can't remember. It's, I can't. It was hard for me to pronounce his last last name. I, I used to pronounce it Ferrari, but mm-hmm. he was, I think he was number 88. I yeah. used to bobblehead him on the line of scrimmage. Stop. Then I took the the tackle. Was that you, Christian? Stop. Was that your last stop, name? Stop. Stop. I'm sorry. He, uh, so he used uh, a bobblehead. Yeah. So, so Rosie used a bobblehead move to turn himself into a Ferrari. <laughs> Listen, Rosie, you should have gave given me a piece of your contract because I was uh, Bills hey. thought so highly of me. For you to have a good day against me <laughs> must have meant something, okay? So you're hey, welcome. I, hey. I actually was Ooh. like, a, I did you a favor by by sleepwalking oh, yeah. through my prep for this game? Who's Roosevelt hey, Colvin? He's got a weird first name. Check, check this out. Check this out. And I and you and you specifically, and then you try like me and Dan were pretty cool, but you and then Ben Watson specifically. When I got there, and then when Ben got there, you always wanted to make it hard in practice. And I know now I know the reason why because you were holding a grudge against me, That's and right. you probably said something to Ben and the me's like, "Hey man, I know you're a rookie, but go after this dude right here. You want to make sure you go after him." Like, dude, you didn't have to make it that hard in practice. Like, there's a thing called brother-in-law, and we could have got away Rosie, with so that much. Is like, we could have been. Much Rosie, we were we were rehab buddies. Like you were rehabbing yep, your exactly. hip, and I was rehabbing my yep. knee. And I was like, right. we have to do this again. Like, I mean, no, we were rehab buddies. Remember, like, oh, like one on ones again with Rosie. It was like just you and I in the bubble doing like one on one blocking drills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So That's they, a good old days. Good times, but um, I, I I do think that they'd have a a, a little bit of a. Um, I'd say a little bit of significance in the signing, just because it gave it gave Bill and the scouting department an opportunity to see me up close and personal. But um, uh, great, great, that was a great season for for us when it just came to. I mean, for me personally, just because I was able to accomplish a few things, and then I was, you know, I moved on and, and got the opportunity to come out there to New England. Wow, and uh, and it ended up being uh, six years here at New England and a couple of Super Bowl rings and. Uh, Rosie Colvin, a part of our 2003 championship breakdown. It is the 20th anniversary. And I will say this, Roosevelt, Foyer's memory from 20 years ago, pretty good. Pretty good. You'd be surprised. And before you let Rosie go, like, Rosie, so what Gresh does with me a lot is, like, you know, 
I wouldn't tease me, but like, yeah, like my kids get scholarships and they're good in sports. So they're all playing oh, in the college level. Listen. This guy, <laughs> there hold is. on, this guy's got super sperm. No. I don't know what it is. You both you guys do. in the Colvin family. You both do. Uh, no, no. This You're is, deflecting no, Fourier. No, no, listen. I got more kids than him. That's that's where I get them. I have more. I have more physically more kids than him. So I get them by the numbers. But his son, his daughter, who's playing volleyball, like legit, like how is your son doing? By the way, like is he? Man, is he... Miles is Miles is doing awesome. We actually, um, as soon as I get off the phone with you, uh, me and Tiff are headed to Sam's because we got to grab some 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 supplies. But we're headed up to Lafayette today because Raven has a volleyball match uh, today and tomorrow. Miles is on his freshman year. I think he'll be the youngest. Youngest freshman in college basketball this year at 18, uh, just turned 18, um, has an awesome upside. Coach Painter in the program, um, they do a great job with developing kids, but um, he has a unique opportunity. He has, already has a lot of pro interest um, scouts that are talking, and they're going to be showing up on campus here soon. So we're excited about you know what Miles has to come for him. Man, we're just blessed, bro. Is like, that tall guy still there on that team, that big tall guy for Purdue? Zach, yeah. Zach, Zach is, Zach is coming back, so we got Ooh, a really good shot at Tournament um, time. At Making it long term now. The tournament hasn't hasn't been great to us Purdue folks basketball wise the last couple of years, but uh, we're hoping that Miles is is that difference and uh, and we'll see we'll see what happens. But um, we're we're excited. We're very very fortunate to be in the position that we're in, man. And uh, we're we're looking forward. We're actually, and, you know, crazy thing is tomorrow, not today, but tomorrow, Raven plays Willie's daughter. She go Willie's daughter plays middle blocker at USC. So um, I don't know how much she gets in the rotation, but. Um, but USC comes to West Lafayette. They're they're actually there now. They play Illinois today, but they play Purdue, uh, Purdue tomorrow. So great times in the Colvin household, man. Like I said, um, looking forward to getting back out there. Time finally retired, so now they want to you know start doing stuff for you know 20 years and 25 years or whatever it may be. So hopefully I'll be back out that way a few times that I can see you in person. I think the last time we saw each other, Christian was at a a signing or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and then before big, that, big we're, and before that, it was it was both at a. At a, in the line of duty, uh, uh, you know, uh, yeah, we were, yeah, we were getting physicals and stuff. Yeah. Well, Rosie, yeah. the door so, is open if you uh, make it back this way to come uh, sit and spin some tails. Roosevelt Colvin talking to us about uh, everything 2003. Thanks for the time, Roosevelt. We appreciate it. Great Thanks, walk buddy. down memory lane. Thank you. Anytime, anytime. Good job. Thank All you. Right.